This brings us now to where we stopped last week. Verse 8. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding finds good. Here's the point. Those who choose... Those who choose wisdom will prosper. Those who choose wisdom will prosper. All right, look at verse 9 now. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies shall perish. Those who bear false witness will be punished. So again, a general principle there. Those who bear false witness will be punished. Now look at verse 10. Luxury is is not fitting for a fool, much less for a servant to rule over princes. Here's the point. A servant who gains power is worse than a fool who obtains wealth. A servant who obtains power. So, that would be someone who all of a sudden rises to leadership who has no business being there. It's it's, it's worse than someone who is maybe foolish and ends up with a lot of money. And we've seen that in history. For instance, you go to some of the African countries, there's a guy right now who's in Hague, in in the Hague, in in the Netherlands, waiting trial for war crimes, he was a sergeant in the, Liberian, in the Liberian army, and he became president because he overthrew, killed, assassinated, led a coup that overthrew the president, and then he became, a common guy, became president of a nation, and then thus started a bloody reign because of his brutality and so forth. Or look at the issue now of patience, verse 11. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook a transgression. Here's the point. Patience stems from and is a mark of wisdom. So how many of you have asked for patience before? Raise your hand. Be honest. All of us have, haven't we? Lord, help me to be patient. Patience comes from wisdom. In fact, here's the point. The older you get, the more patient you should be becoming. What's that, Art? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You should be becoming more patient. Because you are growing, and you should be growing in wisdom. And with wisdom, you're not going to be reacting. You're going to be patient to things. In fact, with patience, you begin to overlook stuff. What do you mean, overlook it? Well, stuff doesn't really bother you as much because you begin to realize things. So, for instance, let me give you an example, parents. Your firstborn. You were awfully hard on them, weren't you? Your baby. Oh, you just kind of fluffed it off, didn't you? 
What was the difference? You matured in your parenting. And you realize the stuff that you cracked down on the first one about. Oh, Deanna says, should have cracked down on the last one. Okay. But no, the point was, you know, you realize what was really worth cracking down on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here's my point. Wisdom is really the source of patience. The mark and source of patience. Let's go on. The emotions of the king. Verse 12. A king's wrath is like a roaring of a lion, and his favor is like the dew on the grass. The king has the power to terrify or to refresh. He has the power to terrify or to refresh. Look at the issue of verse 13 and 14, the issue of family now. A foolish son is the ruin of his father. And the contentions and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping. Ooh, what is he saying here? Let's let's look at what he said. Folly and strife destroy a home. Here's what he's saying. Let me put it in, in English to you, okay? You say it's in English. I'm going to put it in Kerbersville English to you, okay? A foolish son is, is, is a humiliation to his, to his dad. It's the ruin of his dad. Now, here's what it says. A nagging wife is like a dripping faucet. You ever heard that drip? <laughs> okay. All right. All right, kids. I won't go there, Bruce. But that's the point that he's trying to make. And you ladies are saying, yes, written from the perspective of a man. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Let's go on. A prudent wife. Now, notice the next thing. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers. But a prudent wife is from God. Here's the point that he's making. A prudent wife, a prudent wife, unlike property, is God's special gift. A prudent wife. So, in one hand, he says that, you know, the whole issue of folly and strife will destroy a home, and a nagging wife is like a dripping faucet. The next point, he says, is unlike, you know, more special than all the wealth and material things is to have a prudent wife. That's a, that's a special gift from God. And you know what? If you have a special spouse, you need to look at it for what it is. A blessing from God. A blessing from God. And I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Many times I think about, I am so thankful that God did not answer some prayers. I'm going to be honest with you. Because I think about some of the girls that I looked at before, they were losers. They were head cases. They were crazy people. God gave me the right woman. And I am who I am today because of my woman. And that's true. That's true. And so I have a special gift from God. All right, let's look. Laziness, verse 15. Laziness casts one into a deep sleep. And an idle person will suffer hunger. Those who are lazy waste time and lose money. Those who are lazy 
waste time and lose money. And look at verse 16 finally now. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of his ways will die. Obedience to instruction is the safeguard of life. Obedience to instruction is the safeguard of life. Okay, let's close our time in prayer. And next week we'll look at part six.